Sacred Sisters, welcome to the Goddess Collective Podcast, a platform for women to rise up together in sacred sisterhood. We are here to awaken, empower, and support you in claiming your yes as you step into your truth and divine power as a goddess. We are the healers, the shamans, the wise women, the unicorns, the fairies, and the mermaids who have come together to offer ourselves as messengers for the rise of the feminine. I am your host, Nixie Marie, goddess activist, shamanic artist, and oracle guide. I invite you to take a deep breath, inhaling white sparkly light and exhaling anything that no longer serves you as we sit in sacred council together. Welcome to my time, baby. Hello, sacred sisters. Welcome to another episode of the Goddess Collective Podcast. I am sitting in such a beautiful divine space right now with a beautiful candle lit and the the lights dim on a very early Friday morning as I begin to record this. Really excited about the topics that we're going to discuss today and I feel very called to continue all these amazing conversations about divine feminine and masculine, the roles and sacred sexuality, tantra. So today I wanted to go deep into kind of my story around sacred sexuality and these what's come up for me the past week that I started talking about all this and being a messenger and a conduit of this divine wisdom. And also, I have a really amazing article to share that goes deeper into the ancient histories of these of sacred sex and what that all looks like and what that means and what we're remembering as a society as we're waking up as well as women and whoever is really being called to this path, I feel is really going to resonate because I feel like there's some there's some magic brewing and talking about this has just brought up so much for me. And some of that is from my childhood. I realized that I have had a incredible blockage in my sacral chakra and it has been something that I'm so it, it just been has been laid on my lap like hey look at this you get to you get to work with this now because the sacral chakra is actually where we receive and it's connected to our finances it's connected to abundance and so for me I realized that there's there's just been so much blockage and and I saw exactly I like went down the pathway the of where this blockage came from and I found it and it's really exciting because now I can work with that and I can go in and heal and for me my story is I came into this physical body as a very sexual being as a young age I began having relationships with my girlfriends and wanting to play and like discover parts of my body. It was just who I was and I never I never felt wrong or ashamed, but I do remember feeling like I needed to hide it from my parents, of course, and that there was something about it that I loved to just kind of I just loved to explore. And I remember going I remember all these experiences of wanting to really understand what my body was at a very young age and these memories for me are so profound they are 
more more profound than anything I can remember as a child, actually. And I'm starting to see why that is so prominent in my life and why I can remember these memories because I'm sitting here talking about them now, of course. So when I was around, I'd say my high school years, my, I got, you know, I got suspended for playing the nervous game (laughs) in middle school, actually, it was eighth grade. And I was caught with a another girlfriend, we were playing the nervous game, which some of you that maybe don't know what that is, it's like moving your hand up somebody's leg saying, are you nervous now? Are you nervous now? And we got caught. (laughs) So I seem to get caught for everything. And it started to really affect who I became as a teen. It was when I started to close myself off. And I thought, in my healing journey that like my parents divorce was a big part of why I closed myself off and and but I actually see now it goes further into this moment when I was going into my freshman year and maybe a little before that when I started to really feel uncomfortable and expressing who I who I am which is sexual and very I love my body. I love to play and I had a, a group of girlfriends in middle school and we would just we would just learn from each other and we wanted to talk about things and we wanted to talk about our bodies and what it was to like just be a woman and I have so many wild stories that I I can remember and wow, I really am having all these visions now even of me playing with my girlfriends and just being being curious, you know? And when I was suspended for this this nervous game that I was playing, my mom really got went into a place of feeling I think really scared. She got really fearful of of what I was turning out to be and I can't imagine what it would be like to have a daughter like me that just was really hypersexual and she also is that so she I know didn't want me to turn out like her in that way so she was just trying to protect me but because of that it allowed, it really closed off my chakra and I was I was afraid to express myself and there was a series of events that just happened after all that that really got me into a place of being fearful of what I am and and who who I could really express or turn to. So I began really not trusting anyone. And I I remember just lying and, and not feeling comfortable with talking about anything to my parents because they, I was always in trouble for something. You know, I have so many stories of, of now seeing when I would express myself sexually, how I was, I would be shamed for doing that. You know, like the first time I ever hooked up with a guy, I had a hickey on my neck. I came home and my I remember my dad so angry and so upset, which of course, naturally, parents are going to be like, what's going on? I, I mean, I don't have children yet, so I don't know what that's like, but I can imagine it, it would be pretty, pretty overwhelming to have your daughter come home with a hickey on her neck. But me being such an old soul coming in here it was confusing to me because I didn't understand why it was wrong. I didn't understand why I couldn't express myself and why I couldn't just be me. And I'm really remembering my old past lives through all this because I've naturally been in that 
receiving goddess energy where sexuality was a form of ritual. It was a form of how we were worshipped, how we were honored, and it was such a primal part of who I was, I know, in a past life and who some of us old souls were. So now that I'm having these memories and these flashbacks and these visions of being treated that way in a past life, it's now resurfacing and I'm remembering it here in the now and going, this is why I had all these experiences. This is why in this world, I got to have these things so I could close them off and and kind of forget and suppress myself and have a lot of shame and guilt around my expressions. And that now I get to talk about it. Now I'm in a place that I can talk about this, which is God, that's, that's, to me, it's wild to really be sitting here and having these, these realizations because I never thought in this lifetime that it would be this, but it just, it, it feels such like a calling that I am excited to see where this all goes because it feels right. It just feels like I'm sitting in my purpose to be able to talk and speak light into this because I've had such insane healing going on around it and the healing journey has only just begun on this because I can I can sense that there's so much more there for me to really tap into. I'm just excited because after talking about all this and, and talking about sexuality, I feel very sexy. I feel very, just feel like I'm glowing. I can see myself kind of transforming into something that I once felt like I was, which was the goddess. And so... If you're feeling like you have had a lot of shame around your sexuality and and expressing yourself and being afraid to really be a a goddess who is meant to be adorned and worshipped in your sexuality or if you have thoughts of things that you would like to explore, just know that you are totally human and you are a woman you are powerful and you are you are just simply perfect the way you are and that is enough in itself to re- to really break you free of anything that you bring fear or shame or guilt around in sex because we get to let go of this shame this this feeling of not being comfortable around expressing who we are as women. I mean, this is like, this is really ancient, ancient memories for us, right? So that being said, I want to transition into this article that I found on, again, goddessofsacredsex.com. Starting off, she answers the question, what is sacred sex? When we journey to our ancient past, Long before a Christian God and a patriarchal religions, we encounter a world where for for millennia people worshipped the goddess, benevolent, fertile, and above all, sexual, very sexual. Today we have profound difficulty associating sexuality with anything sacred, but in ancient times the worship of the goddess was often conducted through sexual rites. As the goddess once again awakens in a Western consciousness, the shame and guilt are traditionally attached to our bodies 
and sexual experiences is being replaced with a remembering of lifetimes past when deity was female and sex was for worship. The goddess is back. It has been 5,000 years or more since the goddess was at the height of her power. But with her return, we are remembering how to experience the divine through the sacrament of sex. The goddess offers us a new religion, actually an ancient one, where sex leads to enlightenment and the current shame and perversion we carry around sexuality is being transformed. What if I told you that the sacred actually lives in your body and that engaging in conscious acts of sex can lead to transcendent experiences of bliss and self-realization? The goddess is back and sex is sacred. Journey with me and awaken ancient memories. Sacred sex in the 21st century is suddenly big business, and the goddess looms large as we revisit the past to uncover the roots of traditions that honored her. You will find her in the explosion of Neo-Tantra that offers a stylized Western experience for those who want to heal their relationships and experience a full body orgasm. You will find her in a Wiccan or shamanic ritual, or a pagan magic sex rite. She is nature herself speaking to you through an ayahuascan drug-taking ceremony. She is the healing found through a sex surrogate or in the arms of a modern-day sacred prostitute. She is the rising kundalini serpent awakened in ecstatic dance class. Whichever path you may wish to traverse, the untamed, Powerful sexual energy of the goddess is awakening and this site is a portal for her to enter into your life. Journey with me, her priestess, as you awaken ancient memories and bring her energy into the present day to transform your life and everything you touch. So she talks a lot. This is like an intro, I think, to her her website here, this, this woman's full-on site. So that's kind of an excerpt for that. And then she talks a little bit about sacred marriage. So she says the term hieroskamos, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, comes from the Greek whose etymology translates as hieros, holy and gamos, marriage or coupling. In ancient Mesopotamia, the lands known as Sumeria, Astria, and Babylon from the 4th millennium BCE, the people worshipped the great goddess in Inanna queen of the heavens and the earth. Here, the priestess of Inanna would unite with or marry the king of the land who represented the youth, viral vegetation god, in a public sexual ceremony that not only celebrated the fertile renewal of the land, but was also a ritual act of creation. This important festival would last for many days and occur around the same time of the autumn equinox. The celebrations would include the ritual sacrifice of grains and fruits, including the first offspring of livestock. So important was this celebration of renewal that only the most precious objects would be sacrificed. Even libations of blood would be offered to increase the fertility of the union which was the culmination of these ritual celebrations. Within the, this, the ritual sacred marriage, 
the high priestess of the temple became the earthly embodiment of the goddess herself, joining with the masculine in the form of the king. This represented the joining of the elements of earth and spirit to create a holy, sacred union. Here, sexuality was experienced as a pathway to the divine. Mm, oh, wow, there's a lot of information there in this article. And I am really, there's a lot coming up for me as I read the article because it's, it's just like, it's that message that rings so true. It's truth speaking through, feeling the ancient memories of our past, goddesses. This is, this is the truth. This is what we've, what we've been remembering. And to release that shame and guilt that we've traditionally been programmed to believe is, I believe, a big part of our awakening and a big part of our ascension and really remembering that the goddess is back in full power and this is where we get to go next. It's we get to fondle and play and be adorned and allow ourselves to be worshipped. Something else I discovered as I was doing more research around all this was defining sacred sexuality and how it's important to rediscover what sex actually means to us. So this is that time where we can actually go within or journal or write about what what sex actually means and why are you choosing it or why are you not choosing it? If you're not even in the flow, you want to create that abstinence or save that safe space for your sacred partner or you just choose to to want to separate yourself from it all, whatever that looks like, what we get to be really clear on what it all means to us and what our intention is because if I go out, intention is so important, and if I go out and I say my intention is to have the most powerful, worshipping and sacred, magical sex of my life, what do you think that's going to be? My intention is that. If my intention is to heal ancient parts of myself and open up my sacral chakra, that's going to be what I create because words are powerful, and when we write it down, it becomes even more powerful and profound for it to actually happen and transpire within the universe. So let's get clear on what it means. What does it mean to you to be sexual, to embrace your sexuality? How are you going to channel that sexuality? How are you going to explore it? And this doesn't mean, ladies, that we need to go out and have a bunch of sex. That's not exact. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is find that sexuality through movement, through dance, what she said in the article, you know, whether it be going to a tantra workshop with yourself, whatever you feel called to do, if this is a calling that you're feeling, tap into it through your divine feminine energy and then explore it with your man in a safe space. And I love, I love something else I discovered. It's the acronym for sex, S-E-X, Soul Energy Exchange. I love this. And what that means really is, is how powerful sexual energy actually is and how sharing that energy is also, you're sharing so much from that other person that if you're being, if you're in a fluid exchange or if you're sharing that connection, 
really think about who you're who you're sharing that energy with because if you don't know that person if you are having moments where you're being wild and free and spontaneous which is totally perfect and amazing and there's nothing wrong there's no shame here ladies you get to be free and express yourself but just really think about that energy exchange that you're you're bringing into your being because sex is the most engrossing human act intimacy involves all senses when we are in partnership or we're having these sexual experiences all is is simply transcended into time and space and we get to be in this this compass of the sacred worship sex is sacred we get to allow that sacredness into our lives we get to discover and explore our conditioning and the limitations that we've had in exchange for personal and distinct energies with another we get to open our eyes and our ears and listen to our bodies and feel senses becoming familiar with body familiar with the fluidity of the process we get to expand our skills and graduate into the sacred seeps of our bones and our souls what is a better way to explore those primal energies and really connect with our souls because when we do this we are we are consciously giving and receiving the energies we experience ecstasy transcendence and a new personal growth empowerment a new understanding of who we really are there are apparently four primal energies of sex and that is love pleasure lingam and yoni the third and fourth energies are sanskrit by tantra and those are discussed in in certain workshops and other things and all of these four elements and these four expressions is all feminine energy because actually the yoni is something that men actually have yoni energy as well and this is something i'm just looking at and i'm reading on there's a psychologytomorrowmagazine.com and they talk about on here that lingam energy represents the masculine drive penis aggression and personal power the giving of complex energy and glory and they say here that we're all more or less conditioned and limited in our expression of yoni or lingam energies not to mention love and pleasure so in truth we have all suffered traumas to our lingam and yoni energies like what i was talking about before as well as love and pleasure so unlocking traumatic and toxic shame and thawing frozen energies are steps on our path to the sacred experimenting without judgment along the felt sense of boundaries of these energies is a direct route to god energy the earth our ancient memories and the universe all four of these soulful energies are the creator's way of expressing itself through us yes i love that that is what i felt like this the energy of creator comes through when we tap into and connect to this energy 
Ooh, I am feeling so hot right now sitting and talking about all this. So I hope you are too. And I really, my prayer is that we learn and we heal and we grow and we sit in the sacredness of our temples with worshiping and honoring ourselves together. I pray that as women, we learn to accept ourselves for our sexuality and release judgment from who we are. I pray that we have men that hold safe containers for us to explore this and that any sexual trauma that some of us have experienced, whether that be rape, sexual assault, anything that we've all been through, I pray that we learn to release it and we learn to heal it and to really allow for those things to be released into the universe and to know that everything is perfect and divine the way it is and that in order for us to really express ourselves fully as women and the divine goddess that we are is to really work with these energies and release and release and release and release and most importantly forgive for those that have had sexual trauma or have closed off their their parts of themselves which i can imagine there's quite a few of us here that have we get to forgive forgive anyone on our path that has had a part partaken in us feeling shameful or guilty or wrong or how we've had to run and hide and say no and scream because somebody was disrespecting our bodies. We get to forgive and we get to honor that person's, that person's karma as well as ours and know that there's healing work to be done there. And that if you, fe if you feel anything that's coming up for you right in this moment, just know that you're not alone. We all get to get through. We all get to get through this together. And if you feel like there is a lot of energy down, blocked through there, practice some hip opening exercises and allow for whatever comes up, whatever emotions come up for, for you, let them come cry, scream, journal, put it all back into the earth. Allow the earth to transform that pain, that weakness, the suffering, the old, old stories to come up and be released so she can transform it into positive beauty and give it new life. That's what she does. She knows what to do with it just like we know what to do with, with our temple. Wow, what a powerful episode. I'm really excited to launch this out into the universe. And with that being said, I have amazing music to take us into a sacred dance. And my request of you ladies and sisters is to free flow into this rhythm and allow yourself to lose 
all senses and time and space, close your eyes and really feel into this music. Really allow yourself to get lost in the rhythm of dance and start to visualize and remember anything that comes up for you around your sexuality and just move with it. Allow it to flow through you. Moving your arms, your legs, your feet, your, your hips especially. Moving and grooving and flowing with the lyrics and the beauty of this song by Desert Dwellers called Yoga Dub Mystique, the Eastern Sun Remix. Aho, sisters. Thank you.